0: It's a new season of True Selfie. And listen, God is about to do a new thing in you and through you. So get ready. Over the next few weeks, we will be tackling some deep conversations about being used by God. Are we really where we're supposed to be in our relationship with Him? I don't know about you guys, but I want more. And if you're like me, then these next few episodes will completely wreck you like they've wrecked me. So we can laugh together, we can cry together. I don't care if we even point fingers at each other we're gonna have a good time but I want to leave you with this verse in Isaiah 43 it says verse 19 look I am about to do something new even now it is coming do you not see it indeed I will make a way in the wilderness rivers in the desert listen tune in buckle up let's get ready to go it's a new season of true selfie Welcome in True Selfie fam, it's Brooke. I am pumped to be here and talk to you today. I hope that wherever um, season that you are in, wherever you are at, like locally, physically, um, whatever space you're in, whatever mental capacity you may be in today, um, I pray that this message and these next few words that I speak to you will encourage you. That's literally my heart's, it, it's what makes this heart beat. you guys, is sending encouragement your way. Life's hard, okay? I get it. And um, it's so important that you find ways to preach to yourself. You find ways to encourage you, yourself. Sometimes when you're in seasons of, of loneliness and, um, you know, struggle, you can't preach to yourself. You don't have the words to even speak. And so having these podcasts available for you, having, you know, worship music available wherever you are, finding outlets to encourage you when you really cannot even encourage yourself is so important. And so I'm honored that you're here listening today. We are going to, um, go to first Kings today in 1836 and in the NIV version, um, I'll kind of give a little bit of background before we pick up right there, but we're in the story of Elijah. I've been studying Elijah. I've been doing a study, um, like I said, and there's just something that kind of jumped at me that I feel very compelled to share with you. So that's where we're going to share from today is 1 Kings 18. We find ourselves in the story where um, all of the people are on top of the Mount Carmel and Elijah is... Um, basically telling these people, like, you call on your God, I'm going to call on my God. They've, um, all of the Israelites who have turned away from um, God are now serving Baal. And so um, they're serving all of these idols. They're only pleasing themselves. They're doing things that the Bible completely is against. They're living immorally. Um, They are just they're just lost y'all and um so they try to call on their god and they call on him all day all night they do crazy things they cut themselves they are screaming and crying and doing just these weird things okay um completely desperate for their god to come through well what do you know he doesn't and so it's now elijah's turn elijah comes to the scene and we pick up here in verse 36 where it says Um, You know, at the time of the sacrifice, the prophet Elijah, and I'm reading NIV because I love the way it says, the prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed. I know that seems like a super simple scripture, but there is something powerful here. And I want us to just pause right here for today, stepping forward and praying. And Elijah is a prophet, right? He is a follower of God. He loves the Lord with his whole heart. And he is trying to turn um, the people's hearts back towards God. And it takes him stepping forward. It takes him boldly separating himself from the crowd. So there are hundreds if not thousands of people on this mountain. And think about having to step out in front of thousands of people and pray. (laughs) A lot of us would literally cringe and probably run down the mountain because that takes a lot of boldness. It takes a lot of boldness to be able, one, to even pray in front of that many people, two, to believe that what you're praying for is going to happen, Um, and three, to step forward in front of all of these people, right? Um, Talk about the amount of boldness and courage Elijah displayed here in First Kings. Um, He stepped forward. He separated himself from what everyone else is doing. And I want to kind of talk about that because um, in a culture that we live in today, we see a lot of wrong things, right? We see a people who have turned their back on God. We've seen, we see people who are doing some crazy things. Okay. Um, these Israelites who have been served, have, who have served God, who God has done countless miracles for these people over and over again, um, have once again, turned their back from him and they've chosen to fill their time. They've chosen to do things that only seeks their benefit, right? That pleasure themselves that they they want to do. And they've chosen those things over God. So they've chosen all of these idols that have been going on for, for really a really long time. And so Elijah has realized that these people need to turn their hearts back towards God. He realizes that these people are so lost and they've forgotten. And I think about the generations that, you know, are coming behind us, and I think about the generations who are even you know before me um that have turned their back who have once served God but have completely forgotten and have put in a, and have put other things in front of the God, the one true God okay, and so when we find ourselves as Christians in moments where we have to make tough decisions. And I think that's what this moment is for Elijah is this is a tough, a tough move, right? Um, As Christians, we are a people of decision and I, I've spoken about that before. I don't know if it's been on a podcast or on one of the videos on my social media, but you know, we are people of decision. God calls us to make decisions. Not only do we have to make decisions in our salvation, we have to make decisions every single day, right? To choose to serve him, to choose to do the right thing. And Elijah is faced with this this decision to make, to boldly separate himself from what everyone else is doing. And I really feel that heavy that someone listening needs to hear this, that you have been asked to make a tough decision to do something that no one in your family's done to do something that seems completely unlike you as a person. It goes completely against your personality. It goes against who you say you are. It goes against your comfortability, right? And God is asking you to make a decision and to step forward, to separate yourself from what those around you are doing. Some of you are finding yourselves in situations where um, you don't like what everybody around you is doing. You're literally fed up with how they're living. You're done with the lifestyle and you're finding yourself in a moment where you have to boldly separate yourself. You find yourself now in a season where you know God is good. You believe that he can turn anything for good and you're tired of living the life that those before you have lived. Some of you are in, you know, f- your family has raised you to be the person that you are today, but now that you've grown in your relationship with God, you realize that those ways of living are no longer your style. They're not the way that God has called you to live. And so you have to boldly separate yourself from years and years of trauma, of drama, of family turmoil, and you have to make a decision for you That is going to break generational curses for not only your life, but your, your children's lives and their children's lives. And that decision rests on you. Some of you are living a season like Esther did where she had to change, make a decision for countless people around her, for her people, right? You sometimes have to make a decision for people, for your people for your family. Some of you are in situations where maybe you're a new Christian and you just found God's grace and you're just beaming, right? And you have all of this excitement and you're just like so ready to live a life surrendered to God's will, but you have your family who is not on board with you. And so you have to boldly separate yourself to make tough decisions because you know at the end of the day, that that is the best thing for your family. You know that going to church on Sunday is the best thing not only for you, but it will impact your family one day down the road. And so that's a tough decision, right? Some of you are stepping out of sinful lifestyles. Like I said, you're just tired of of living a life of, of drama, of gossip, You're tired of living and surrounding yourself with people who are alcoholics and or are partying and you have decided that is no longer for you and you're making a bold separation from that life. Some of you are stepping into a dream or a promise or a plan and it takes a bold separation to make that dream come to fruition. And so we have to step out. We have to make tough decisions regarding our faith. We have to do the hard things. God calls us to be a people of decision. And Elijah made a decision and he stepped forward, okay? But I want to tell you that the step forward is crucial. Okay? People depend on you stepping forward. People are depending on you making good decisions. People are watching you make good decisions they're gonna see what happens when you're in a tough situation do you choose the way of the lord or do you crumble back do you let your anxiety come in and take over do you let those people that are around you that are bad influences just pull you back down people are counting on you to make tough decisions and to step forward and to boldly separate yourself um So we see Elijah, he does this, but can I tell you that when you step forward, that you're going to feel alone? Okay. Think about it. It's Elijah stepping forward, hundreds, if not thousands, I don't even know how many people, a ton of people on this mountain. Okay. And think about how he probably felt, right? He probably felt alone. He probably felt nervous. He felt scared. He probably felt anxious. He was probably worried. He probably had a little bit of doubt, right? He's human. And I think it's important to realize that we are human and we are going to have those feelings. We're going to have those emotions. God gave us emotions because he wanted us to be able to feel and he wanted us to be able to know how to make decisions in our feelings. We can see that Elijah was super feeling. He was feeling super alone um, and in. 1822 so we're going to back up a little bit because it shows him telling the people that he felt alone so then um, it says here then Elijah said to the people I even I only am left a prophet of the Lord but Baal's prophets are 450 men so it says right here that Elijah tells them like I'm literally the only one here and there are so many of you. <laughs> I feel alone. Like it's me and me only. I'm the only one left. So he feels alone in the moment, but it doesn't change his ability to step forward. He doesn't allow his feelings to take over. He doesn't allow his feelings to pull back. He doesn't allow his feelings to keep him from stepping forward. And I think it's important to realize that feelings aren't facts. What's up? We're going to take a quick break. I wanted to invite you and encourage you that we are going to be doing a question and answer poll. So If you have any questions that you would like um, me and Jesse to answer, I would love to be able to hear from you. We're going to be doing this in a couple of weeks. Um, so it is a great time to get your questions in. So what are the things that you're struggling with? What are the things that you need to t- you want us to talk about? Is there a topic that we haven't talked about that you want us to kind of focus on? Is there anything that's going on in your life that you need prayer for? Is there anything that in your life that maybe you just need some godly advice on? Um, anything in your marriage? Come on, married couples, that you may just need us to kind of chat about. Um, we would love to hear from you. You can go to www.brookgunther.com, click that connect tab, and you can drop your questions um, in that avenue right there. We are so excited to hear from you and can't wait to have a Q&A with you here soon. it's totally okay to have feelings, right? All of us are going to experience feelings. That's just the way that God had made us. And God gives us that freedom and that willingness to be able to feel. Um, but it's also important to make sure that we cannot base our decisions off of feelings. Elijah stepped forward regardless of what his feelings were in the moment. Um, and we as Christians have to step forward regardless of what we feel. I It makes me cringe when I hear people say that they don't make decisions or they, they plan to do something or plan to go somewhere or um, just have this idea that they're going to go and then something happens and they're feeling nervous, they're feeling scared and they back away and there is not a call in your life for you to shy away. You have to be able to overcome those feelings of fear, those feelings of anxiety, those feelings of just being downright scared. Um, having the feelings are okay, but you are more than a conqueror. You can do this thing called life and you have the greatest person, the greatest spirit of of God living inside of you to be able to get you to that point. Elijah was a, was able to go and step forward regardless of his feelings. And I think that's important to see that um, you know, our feelings, it kind of reminds me of the story of Luke, um, in six chapter 46 to 49. So I'm going to quickly flip there and you are more than welcome, um, to join me there at Luke 6, 46 and 40 to 49. And it simply says this, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not, and do not what I tell you. <laughs> Let me just back up. Cause I was not even reading that correctly. And I know that you didn't even receive that correctly. Okay. So 46, it says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it had been well built but the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great. I know y'all have heard this little thing that Jesus tells us. Okay. I know you've heard it multiple times. It's one of those things that we learn in, um, you know, in our kids church classes. Okay. Building on a rock, building on Jesus that like, Yes, we are to build our life on Jesus, but that requires when hard times come and when decisions have to be made, we have to be willing to make those decisions built on the word of God, built on the truth. And the truth sometimes requires us to make these hard decisions. So when you're basing a decision that you have to make, when the tough situation comes at you and you choose to back away and build on sand, okay, out of fear or anxiety or just being scared, you're building a life that is going to get shaky as soon as a storm comes because you're not building on Jesus. You're not building on faith. Fear and faith cannot live together. It cannot be in the same house. You can't... you can't um, make decisions based off of faith and and fear at the same time. You have to make that choice. And that's what Elijah did is he made the choice of faith. He knew the God that was going to provide for him. He knew the God who had been with him through a lot of other things just previously in 1 Kings. And we see that, that God was faithful, that God showed himself in in really dry lonely moments. And that gave Elijah the confidence to be able to make the decision based off of fear. Okay. His feelings were valid and your feelings are valid. My feelings are valid, but can I tell you that we cannot stay and we cannot fester in feelings. They are shaky. They come and go. Um, you can't build your life on your feelings. When something comes into your life and you have to make the best decision for yourself, for your children, for your family, it's going to be tough, but you have the faith to step forward because you've built a relationship with Jesus. You have a constant communication going with the Son of God. Um, so feelings aren't facts. And my friend, you can no longer as a Christian make your decisions off of fear. So when something comes your way, I want you to think about it. I want you to stop and say, am I saying no because, um, I don't, I'm scared. I don't think I can do it. I don't have the money to do it. What are the reasons as to why you're not going forward? Why are you not committing to something? Is it based off of fear or not? And if it is, then you know that you're building on shaky ground and you're not truly building a life based on God's word because God's word. Asks you to not be fearful. He tells you to be courageous and to be strong, and that He will be with you every step of the way. So that's faith. You can't see it. That's why we have faith. So, feelings aren't facts. We already read about Elijah's feelings, how he felt alone, because there was like 400 and some men that were Baal worshipers, but we're going to check out the facts here, okay? Because this is the important part to realize is 1 Kings 18 verse 4, we're going to find a fact here that um, I think it's so great that God shows us in his word that even though Elijah felt that he was alone, that he was the only prophet left, we can go back and see that um, in verse 4 of the same chapter, it says, Now, um, Obadiah feared the Lord greatly. And when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord, Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them by fifties in a cave and fed them with bread and water. So we don't, Elijah does not know that the Lord had hid a hundred prophets, just like he hid him. And so sometimes we're feeling alone in moments, but there are actually, God is actually making other pieces move in your life, that art may be right in front of your eyes, but they're just a short distance away and he is protecting things and he is hiding things and he is making sure that they are coming into what they need to be. So when you can come and step into what you need to be, all of the pieces are just going to fall together. We can also see in first Kings 19, um, verse 18, where it says, yet, And this is where the Lord is speaking to Elijah after he had already done all of the fire and all of the water. Okay, and it says, yet I will leave seven thousand in Israel, all of the knees that have not bowed to Baal and every mouth that has not kissed him. So this is the Lord telling him after he's like, listen, there were seven thousand Israelites who did not who weren't worshiping Baal. And Elijah didn't know that. And so I think it's important to realize um, in these, just these quick verses that Elijah had a moment of feeling. He had a human moment, right? He had a, that's a fleshly moment of feelings. Okay. But regardless of how he felt, he still made that step forward and he still allowed God to be shown and glorified in that moment. And we see now, right? That He wasn't alone. The facts show that he was not alone. So even in the moments of feelings where you feel you're alone, you aren't. You're not. And that's the reality is that you aren't alone. The enemy wants you to feel all of the feels. He wants you to feel discouraged. He wants you to feel like there's no way possible. Um, But there are people that believe in you that believe in the God who created the heavens and the earth, that he will make things right. He will do as he said he would do. And many of you haven't made that bold separation, but can I tell you that there are people waiting on you to make that bold step forward? There are people who are watching you and there are people who see you and they see something different in you and they're, and they're trying to figure out, you know, what is she going to do next? Or what is he going to do? Is he going to actually do this and like completely that something that makes no sense, but God's going to get all the glory or is he going to back away? People are watching you believers and unbelievers. There are believers that are watching you seeing the life that you're living. Are you making decisions out of faith or fear? Because what you're doing, they're going to follow. There are unbelievers here watching you, people at your job who are just like, this girl goes to church every weekend. This guy always comes in smiling. Um, just, there's just something weird about him. He talks about God. I'm not sure, you know, how crazy he really is, but when tough when the tough moments come that's when your faith has to rise even stronger um because there's got to be a moment where the fire can come and when jesus gets glory and when god gets glory um you know sometimes i i find myself in moments and i had a moment like this um just this past week where there was just a couple of days where my feelings were just taking over. It really felt like I was just sad and I had had no reason to be sad that like nothing had like really gone on to make me feel this way. But I was just having, it was two days where I just kind of felt, uh, and, um, I mean, I was emotional. I, um, I just, there, my feelings were feelings, right? Um, we're human and I felt the feels and, um, I was able to just kind of pull on some friends, some close friends, and just say, you know, will you pray for me? Or this is kind of how I'm feeling today. I could really use some encouragement. And um, get yourself people that will encourage you. That when you can't preach to yourself, when you can't speak life to yourself, there's going to be moments where it's tough and you're struggling and you don't feel God. You don't feel Him in those dark moments, that you need to be reminded. And that's what friends are for. That's what a church family is for. That is what good, surrounding yourself around good people are for. It's for when you can't, when you don't have the words to say, right? They come in and they lift your arms and they just hold you up. And um, I was able to pull myself out. (laughs) It was just, it was just a bad few days. And it just reminded me that, you know, I have a choice to make. You know, we are called to be a people of decision. Our salvation was choice. You know, there are choices that we make every single day, and we make those choices based off fear or faith. And I was making choices to live those couple of days in fear and in, you know, depression and in um, just sadness. And I could make that choice co- to quickly change it over, but it took me a minute and that's okay. Sometimes it's going to take you a minute. Sometimes you're not gonna be able to regroup as fast as you thought. That's okay. The whole point is to surround yourself with people, to be able to recognize that their feelings. Okay. Some of you have been living feelings for too long. It's time to shake the feelings off. It's time to start building on firm foundation, building on the word of God, the truth, the promises that God gave us in his word. We can't build on them if we don't know them. Do you know the promises that God has for you? You have a choice to make. And my prayer is that you will live a life that when tough decisions come your way when things come up when the storms come and they hit and you can just feel it that you have the boldness and courage to not bow down to not bend to not walk away when things get hard and when the pressure comes because we are going to feel pressure whether you're a christian or not you're going to have life come at you and i cannot tell you that it's a lot better (laughs) you can make it when you're building on firm foundation and not sandy beach ground of feelings just meshing, like just flowing everywhere, um, you know, I think about a couple of people in the Bible that that did this, like Daniel, he went and bowed down, like Esther, right? She didn't step away, she didn't stay quiet. Think about Elijah. Right. We just learned about Elijah, how he sat forward and what happened when all of these people in the Bible stepped forward is that people got saved. People turned their hearts back to God. People saw miracles. They saw fire come down from heaven. They saw a whole generation of, of Jews get saved. They saw Jesus, an, a fourth person in a fire where three boys didn't get burned. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I think there's a fourth one in there. I think it looks like the son of God, right? Miracle. And everybody who saw changed, right? They turned back to God. And that's the call on our life. You know, like I think about myself in there. I'm like, Brooke, man, I stepped forward. I started this. I boldly began to speak God's word. Whatever he laid in my heart, I began to speak it. And because of that, I'm praying that hearts are being turned back to God, that miracles, marriages saved, that people who were living in poverty are now living a abundant life because they've gotten their heart transformed only by the love of God. And that's where you need to put yourself in. You're not Daniel. You're not Esther. You're not Elijah. And you're not me, but you are you. And God needs you to step forward. He needs you to branch out. He needs you to believe again. He needs you to dream bigger. He needs you to do the things that you're called to do. Let's pray. God, I thank you for this moment where we can come together. God, you're so gracious and you're so merciful. And you always breathe new life into us. And I thank you for that. And I pray that as your people hear you today, God, that their hearts will be touched, their hearts will be transformed, God, that their spirits would be encouraged, that their feelings would just be feelings, that feelings don't have any type of say in what we do, how we act, where we go. But God, that our faith would lead us, God, fear would just t- diminish when we speak your name. And I pray that this mindset would change. I pray that our perception of you would change. I pray that we would get a bigger grasp of who you are and not who we are. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. True Selfie fam, it is Brooke and I just wanted to take a minute and thank you so much for listening to our episode today. I wanted to let you know that there are plenty of ways that you can support this podcast. What you just did right now is supporting it just by listening and I just want to say I appreciate your listen. But there are other ways to support by sharing on your social media platforms leaving a star or review from wherever you are listening from or you can financially support whether it be through clicking the more feature tab you'll see a link that says support this podcast and that gives you the flexibility to do small monthly contributions that's right as little as 99 cents and you can also support through my website it's BrookeGunther.com by clicking the donate tab where you can do one-time contributions or monthly contributions um, that are accepted through paypal or you can use your debit or credit card however you support i just want you to know that i appreciate you